Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, offering insights and practices for spiritually, consciously living today. Here's your host, Yogacharya, Ellen Grace O'Brien. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, our time to open our hearts and our minds to the infinite. I'm Yogacharya O'Brien, and today we're going to be um, exploring seva or selfless service, um, how to love and serve the one and all. And I'll be drawing uh, some insights and practices from the ancient system of Kriya Yoga, a philosophy and practice for spiritually conscious, fulfilled living in our world today. And our special guest, the one who is really um, the ideal person to share with us about seva, about selfless service, and and how to love and serve the one and all, is my uh, dear friend and brother disciple, Swami Nirvanananda Saraswati. Swami Nirvanananda-ji is a monk in the Saraswati order of swamis who has dedicated his life to serving the poor through raising funds with his music and especially uh, to help uh, children um, by building schools and making sure that they have food and clothing. Um, he has done a lot of work with Mercy Village Leprechaun Colony in Puri, India, as well as other places in the world. So we'll get to hear about that. What has motivated um, Swamiji to do this uh, global humanitarian work? But I think, you know, beyond that, um, I-, I want to know more about what sustains him. Because when you meet him and you hear him, you you know there is great joy in his heart. And I think we all want to know that. How do we love and serve the one and all and keep a joyful heart? Welcome, Swami Nirvanananda. I'm so delighted you're back with us on Yoga Hour today. <laughs> Namaste. Good morning. <laughs> Namaste. So See, it's there already, <laughs> the joy. So uh, very happy you are with us, Swamiji. Let's begin our uh, conversation this morning about loving and serving the one in all um, with just a moment of quiet contemplation. Let us take a moment to become aware of our breath just shifting our attention from the distraction of everything around us or even thoughts within us, just becoming conscious of our breath, focused on the breath. And as we do, tying it to an intention as we breathe within to draw our attention and awareness within. Mm. 
And with that in-breath, drawing our attention and awareness within, let us imagine, feel, and affirm that we are diving into the infinite ocean of divine consciousness, the eternal, omnipresent divine self which indwells us all, that which is seated in the heart of every being. And with our out breath, let go of any restless thoughts or concerns and just decide to be present for this time now on the yoga hour, practicing the yoga of self-remembrance. Breathing in and breathing out. Noticing thoughts begin to settle and peace beginning to reveal itself arising within us, touching our essential nature that is beyond the thoughts, beyond my words, beyond all change and phenomena pure, unchanging existence being. And as we touch that peace within us that emanates from the essence of our being, we can invite that peace to pervade the mental field, our emotional nature, and the physical body. And let us intend now to take that peace with us into our day, into every interaction. Swamiji, it's a joy to have you back on the Yoga Hour and uh, to have you back in residence with us at Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose for a few days in your, as you travel around the world, bringing your music, your joy, your peace, and your commitment, uh, especially to lift up the lives of children around the world. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you with us, one of your stops around the world. Um, and today our topic is um, about connecting really in the deepest way that allows us to love and serve the one, uh, the divine one in all. Uh, and of course, this is a core teaching, a core value, not only in uh, Kriya Yoga, but in all the major religions. And uh, we affirm this one reality, this one source of all that is. Um, Swamiji, I, I know that uh, you were raised, of course, in Italy by um, a Catholic mother and Lutheran father. Um, so you you were steeped in the very deep Christian um, background, and now as a Swami, 
you teach and practice Kriya Yoga. And uh, Kriya Yoga, of course, is open to people of uh, any background. It is not a religion. It is a uh, spiritual path, really a spiritual way of life uh, for self and God realization. So as a... um, Catholic from Italy. Uh, what what attracted you to Kriya Yoga? How did that happen? It happened uh, mainly because a friend uh, just borrowed me a, a very special book that became the turn point of my life, The Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. I, I want to say that uh, at the beginning, before reading the book, uh, my whole life I was really asking myself, why, who am I, all these questions, without knowing anything about uh, Indian spirituality and the yoga and so on. And, but my questions were really, really intense. And then suddenly this friend, he said, why, you should read this book. I think it, you, you will like it. <laughs> Not mm. only I like it, it changed completely my life because I was uh, working at the time uh, in, uh, in an insurance company, in Lloyd. And, uh, and then after reading the book, I said, no, no, I cannot, I cannot continue this way of living. And mm. so I mm. gave up and uh, started to practice mainly because my friend, he was a Buddhist at the time. And so he introduced me first into Zazen and the Buddhism meditation, but it was really uh, not devotional enough for my, my attitude and my character. So mm-hmm. then finally I found the way to, to practice the Kriya Yoga. And that really changed completely my whole life. And I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, and I, of course, I've heard um, many stories like that where, um, you know, people read uh, the autobiography of a yogi and that became an entry point for them to this path of, of Kriya Yoga. And... Um, it, and, and sometimes that's a, a sudden change, like you experienced, you know, I cannot live this way anymore. There's another way of yeah. life for me. And, and of course, your, your journey, it wasn't that you had that awareness and then you immediately became a Swami. Um, yeah. you, you, you traveled, of course, I think, uh, to, to India. And, um, and there you met uh, Father Marion. Is that correct? And that yes, it is perfect. That facilitated because, uh, after, another shift in in yeah, your oh, awareness. Very, very, so very tell important. us about that. So in '86, uh, I wanted to visit all the places that uh, uh, Guruji Yogananda is describing in this book and the autobiography. And so I went, and finally. After being in Benares, in Calcutta, where I first met uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, and that was also a turning point for me. And after I went to Puri to see the ashram of Suryukteswar, Guru of Yoganandaji, and there I met uh, Father Marian, and Father Marian is uh, was actually an extraordinary man. Because uh, he, 
he lived in Poland. He was born in Poland. He was uh, uh, studying in Poland to become a priest. Uh, and then the invasion of the Nazi troops, they uh, occupied Poland. And he was sent to Dachau. Dachau is uh, one of the worst concentration camp that was near Munich. And uh, he survived there for almost three years. Mm. his life and he was always making a joke about that he was saying you know my family name starts with z so <laughs> they never reached the, mm. the, the end <laughs> of the line <laughs> mm. but, but mm. i think it's yeah, it, uh, it poignant and it was it's <laughs> poignant and painful isn't it just to think of that yeah yeah it is. Mm. and so he went through seeing and living all the this uh, terrible, terrible experience. I cannot even imagine because we only can see from movies and so on, but being really there and living every day, this horror is something that not only change one life, can change many lives. So he decided after all to go to India and to help the most poorer uh, people. And, and he came to Puri, where he found out that the lepers, they had no shelter. They were coming to Puri to beg because of the main temple, the Jagannath temple. And so he started, because the, the German government, uh, they gave him uh, some rent for being treated like that in a concentration camp. So he could use that money to start building a leper colony for many hundreds of families. That was the beginning. And so I met him and uh, he was an extraordinary man, really. Mm, and I imagine then uh, knowing him, and I, I know the story where you um, you were so moved by him that you you asked how to help, and his first assignment to you was to find um, sponsors for six of these uh, leper children. And I think one of the things, of course, to understand is that often the the children of the lepers were normal children. Um, they did yeah. not have leprosy, but they were uh, stigmatized, and so they were not allowed to uh, go, go into to the school. regular schools. Yeah. Is that yeah. correct? It is true. The children are perfectly healthy, and uh, but the, there is this uh, stigma that they are not allowed to go to school. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. he started a small school that uh, it was not enough. So we could help him to build a real school for more than 700, uh, 700 children, let's say. So your work um, building schools for children started there. And, you know, one of the most uh, beautiful and miraculous things about your work is that, of course, you were following your heart, um, yeah. meeting Mother oh, Teresa, yeah. you know, I mean, meeting first Paramahansa Yogananda um, that led you into this extraordinary path of living your divine life and then meeting um, Mother Teresa, um, meeting Father Marion, and then just taking one step at a time. But one of the things I find, of course, most inspiring um, and and really most um, 
I would say like a demonstration for people, you know, who are listening today about um, how it is that we bring our life forward to serve God or to serve life, to serve the one and all, is that we actually do it with what we have. And so um, what you have is your music. And um, so your your music went to work and goes to work now for the children of the world. And this is what raises the funds that you are able then to donate um, to, to build the school. So as a monk, you live a very simple life and you sing, people donate and the funds yeah. come in. So Swamiji, um, I'm, yeah. I think yeah. if, if we can manage, it would be great to hear a, a song now if, if, um, if we could hear one. Yeah, we can try. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, maybe we'll help me. <laughs> okay. I will uh, sing, uh, Remind Me, My Lord, Who I Am. Mm, I am very now. good, yes. We have time, peace. so sing a bit, yes. I am divine peace, divine peace, and endless joy. Remind me, my Lord, remind me, my Lord, remind me, my Lord, who I am. Remind me, my Lord, remind me, my Lord, remind me, my Lord, who I am. I am love, I am love, pure love, I am love, I am love, pure love. Remind me, my Lord, remind me, my Lord, remind me, my Lord, of who I am. Remind me, my Lord, remind me, my Lord, remind me, my Lord, who I am. I am peace, I am peace. Divine peace, I am peace, I am peace, divine peace, remind me my Lord, remind me my Lord, remind me my Lord who I am, remind me my Lord. Remind me, my Lord, remind me, my Lord, who I am. I am joy, I am joy, endless joy. I am joy, I am joy, endless joy. I am only. I am Om, eternal Om, Shanti Om, Shanti Om, Shanti Om. Mm, thank you, Swamiji. That was 
Beautiful. Thank you. So it gives our listeners an opportunity to experience this music you're taking all over the world. Swamiji travels extensively throughout Europe, India, the U.S., and his native Italy, bringing um, these beautiful devotional chants um, as his way of raising funds to build schools for children in need. And you can uh, learn more about his work at nirvanananda.org. That's nirvanananda.org and shantipurifriends.org. Um, if you are listening to us uh, in real time in um, September 2018, you also can come uh, to Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose on Friday, September 7th, 2018, at 7 p.m. at Center for Spiritual Enlightenment um, for a Kirtan concert um, with Swamiji. We would um, be very happy to be with you uh, at that time. And Swamiji will also be with us on um, Sunday the 9th for our satsangs at 10 o'clock in the morning and uh, 1 in the afternoon. You can go to csecenter.org to find find out about that. Um, Swamiji, we have um, just a a few minutes before our our break, but perhaps you could say something about um, how you became interested in music. And um, because obviously this is your swadharma, that is what you're supposed to be doing. Um, How did that, um, just quickly, how did that begin for you? Yeah, it is that uh, I was always, uh, since a child, uh, a, mu- a, mu- a musician, let's say, because I was uh, practicing uh, and playing guitar and singing, and but it was not enough for me. I really needed to find a real path where to express all um, my musical <laughs> Uh, tools, let's say, mm. and uh, so only after being in India, only after uh, listening to the bhajan kirtan, all the chanting of the mantra, then I say, "Wow, I will not, I will never sing anything I, I did before," because mm. it was really yeah. So deep. Yeah, and you have, of course, a great facility in several languages. And so, you know, I have been um, with you. I remember, of course, being um, with you in Italy at the Kriya Yoga Congress we had there. And uh, after the Kriya initiation, you know, having you chant um, in, in English, you know, singing the chant in English and uh, and then the same devotional chant in Italian, mm-hmm. and I'm watching the face, you know, of the Italians just uh, light up in tears, you know, rolling down the cheeks, and you know, because there were people from you know several countries there, of course, from U.S., from Italy, and um, and then you know the the. There was like the sun coming up after you were chanting the same chant in Italian. You began to chant this chant in German. German and I watched too, yeah. the German devotees, you know, just begin to melt. <laughs> it, was, it was such a beautiful sight. Um, so, you know, this language uh, of the heart, you know, is so moving to people. And I know, you know, for me, when I... Um, 
When I first heard a recording of Paramahansa Yogananda chanting, yeah. it was very uh, transforming for me because uh, I had wanted to sing as a child, but like many people, I had a, a wound around that, you know, not feeling like uh, my mm -hmm. voice was uh, good enough, you know. And I, I, there one time as a child, I was told to be quiet <laughs> when I was singing. Yes, <laughs> so it wounded me very deeply. And um, oh. but yeah, then oh. when I heard Paramahansa Yogananda sing and it was so obvious that it he was singing to God and yeah, it wasn't yeah, about yeah. Um, you know how well he could sing um, but the transmission of that devotion uh, came through so I felt you know that I had uh, permission to sing <laughs> and um, <laughs> And and then my natural singing ability uh, actually blossomed, you know, and, it and is sometimes it, yeah, it so, happens, yeah, yeah, and then sometimes at a kirtan, you know, someone yeah. will come up and say, oh, you know, what a beautiful voice! How long have you been singing? And I only, you know, think of that child who could not uh, sing, um, <laughs> and so this uh, path of devotion. Uh, love for God, and we say love for God and gurus. Um, this is surrendered devotion, I think, that allows uh, many of our innate talents to blossom. So, you know, for our listeners this morning, of course, that talent may not be music. Um, it may not even be speaking. Your talent may be writing. Your your talent may be, uh, you know, compassionately caring for others. Um, but, but whatever it is, when we, you know, put that talent uh, to work um, and allow that um, to be used, really, um, for higher purpose, um, and then then we find um, it is possible um, to to really love and serve um, the one and all. Um, so thank you so much, Swamiji, for your uh, example um, that you have have given us. And again, those of you who are listening, if you want to find out more about Swamiji's work, you can visit his websites, uh, nirvanananda.org and shantipuripriends.org. And uh, we're getting uh, ready for the break now in, in just a moment. So let me remind you, I'm Yogacharya O'Brien, and you're listening to the Yoga Hour. Today, our topic, uh, connecting and to love and serve the one in all. And uh, we'll be back with you in just a few moments. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you, Swamiji. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you enjoy our programming, we invite you to support it by visiting unityonlineradio.org and clicking on Donate Now. Help us continue to provide inspiring content to everyone. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder, taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in 1991. God is extravagant supply. Get that, extravagant. God is extravagant supply. He brings forth the best robe. He spreads a banquet table, as we saw last night, with good things on which we may feast. He overflows our cup. He opens the windows of heaven and pours out a blessing. And then this is what that Unity Correspondence Course said. Why are you satisfied with such meager living when you may have so much? To find out more about Unity teachings, visit unity.org. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment. Unity founder Charles Fillmore is quoted as saying, Here is a mental treatment guaranteed to cure every ill. Sit for half an hour every night and mentally forgive everyone against whom you have any ill will. The act of forgiveness is powerful medicine. Is there someone in your life that you can work on forgiving? Try this exercise tonight. To forgive is to set yourself free. Find out more about Unity at unity.org. If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Recovery from addiction can be a lonely experience. Get help and support with Reverend Lonnie Vanderslice, Reverend Dan Beckett, and Spirit of Recovery every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central. Welcome to a place where spirituality and recovery meet. Each week, you'll hear stories and topics that are important to the recovery community. Tune in for some lively conversation and join in with your questions and comments. Nearly 21 million people struggle with addiction in America. Reach out and join us here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. You're listening to The Yoga Hour, living the eternal way with your host, Yogacharya, Ellen Grace O'Brien. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour, and I'm talking today with my uh, dear friend and uh, brother disciple, Swami Nirvanananda, and I want to welcome and offer um, our divine greetings and namaste, reverence uh, to the divine that is you, um, to all of the listeners tuning in to this uh, Yoga Hour um, broadcast. I know that um, many in the United States are listening, but of course also 
Swamiji's friends and our friends in India and Italy and um, also Hawaii. Swami has just come from Hawaii and uh, I understand a friend has just sent you um, a quote yes, from Swami yes. Vivekananda about uh, music. So would you want to share that with us? Oh yeah, the, I really like it. So um, I, I'm going to read it. It's very short. Music has such a tremendous power over the human mind. It brings us to concentration in a moment. You will find the dull, ignorant, low, brute-like human beings who never steady their mind for a moment at other times when they hear attractive music immediately become charmed and concentrated. Even the minds of animals, such as dogs, cats, lions, and serpents, become charmed with music. Swami Vivekananda. <laughs> Mm, it's beautiful and it's so true. We can we can witness it and and it reminds yeah, me that yeah. um, I can I can mention um, that on Saturday, um, Swamiji and I will have the privilege of being with the um, Vedanta monks um, from the Berkeley Vedanta Center in California uh, for an anniversary uh, celebration of Swami Vivekananda's uh, arrival um, in the U.S. So that is a program on Saturday afternoon that will be held at the Unitarian Church there in Oakland, California. So you can visit um, the Vedanta Center website in uh, Berkeley, California for more uh, information. So we'll look forward to sharing that with you as well. We have a very rich weekend ahead of us. Yeah. Um, so Swamiji, um, as we are both practicing this path of Kriya Yoga and specifically in the tradition of Paramahansa Yogananda, we, we talked a bit about how um, Paramahansa Yogananda's uh, chanting, um, which he, you know, also brought to um, America, um, as well as, of course, the philosophy and, and other practices of, of Kriya Yoga. But, you know, certainly um, we are both familiar with the story of, of him coming yeah. to Carnegie Hall, right? With, oh, yeah, um, true. <laughs> you know, offering his, his lecture and um, deciding to chant and the promoters um, cautioning him, you know, no, uh, Yogananda, you know, these Americans are, are not going to be interested in this uh, chant. It will seem too foreign to them. And uh, as I understand the story, um, the chanting um, was so well received and, and went on for a very long time, you know, people being transported, uh, as you have um, indicated in the beautiful um, quote from, Swami Vivekananda. Um, so besides chanting, you know, what other practices in Kriya Yoga tradition do you find um, really support you in being uh, involved in, in service? I, I mentioned in the beginning of the program that, um, you know, your joy is very contagious. Um, <laughs> and certainly much of that comes from your music and the fact that you're in your right place, you know, doing um, what you are here to do. Um, but what else would you say in this uh, practice of yoga uh, supports you in living a joyous, uh, free life? Yeah, it is, uh, for me, practicing, it's like uh, uh, going into a cave where there is perfect silence, where my mind can be stilled, and I can find this inner peace so deep. And uh, as I was mentioning, I 
practiced things before uh, Buddhism, but then, but uh, nothing could really help me to reach that point of deepness, like uh, of that, like uh, the Kriya Yoga technique, because it is uh, not only uh, working with the mind, but it works with the heart together, and this <laughs> for me was perfect, really perfect. Mm. Yeah, I find that too, of course. And, um, you know, one of the things that attracted me so much to yoga is, um, well, I, I didn't discover my heart until later. It sounds like your heart was there from the beginning and you knew it needed to be satisfied. <laughs> but for me, you know, my mind is very active. And um, so, you know, I had, um, yeah. uh, I, I had my intellect wanted to be satisfied. And so I really liked uh, the teachings on the path of uh, of Indian yoga philosophy in general, Kriya Yoga specifically, that um, we are advised to study deeply this philosophy and also to inquire, you know, to ask and yeah. um, and then to validate in our own experience. And so, you know that was a that was a door opening for me. I I, I didn't like anything that said I had to leave my intellect at the door <laughs> and, and just believe. Um, yeah. But you know yoga is not that way. It says, look, you know you you must validate this uh, for yourself. And so I liked that I could bring my intellect, and of course I brought my intellect and discovered my heart, and. Um, I would venture a guess that you led with your heart, but then also found that your intellect had to be put oh, into yes. service as well. Would you say that's true? It is very true. It is very true. Because uh, I was also very much uh, moved by seeing, especially the first time when I was in Kakara and then in Puri, how the people could live in, in such a uh, tremendous uh, environment because when I was walking in Calcutta, I felt it was like uh, walking in a, in a, in the streets where there was a war because I don't know it was tremendous but only the deep uh, faith that could grow within could give me the, the, the show me the way mainly how with music, with just singing and bringing the joy that music creates, uh, I could help them a uh, little bit. Of course, there are only drops in the, in the ocean, but uh, without those drops, uh, I think also the ocean cannot really <laughs> be. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we, we need it. All the little help. Yeah, and it's so beautiful, Swamiji. And I, I think about how um, today in our world, you know, we are living in a time of great uh, global conflict. You know, we hear it every day. People feel it. You know, people that I talk to, people in the U.S. Um, are, are challenged of you know the the conflicting. Um, 
politics in our country, um, the, the global um, tension with refugee crisis, climate crisis, and, and so forth. So in some ways, you know, them, people can feel like they are uh, in a war zone uh, today, and certainly many people mm -hmm. are in a war zone. Um, and so the idea that we can actually find peace in the midst of chaos and turmoil and find a peace that then allows us to do something. And uh, I, I love what you said about, you know, just the drop, <laughs> the drop in the ocean, <laughs> because I think yeah. <clears throat> what, what sometimes keeps people from serving is um, some idea that what they do is not enough. You know, they, they look mm -hmm. at yeah. the complexity yeah. of a situation, they look at the enormity of it, and they say, you know, what can I do? You know, I, one little person, I mean, what could I do with a song? <laughs> yeah, that's, <true. laughs> that's so great, Swamiji, you know. Um, and so we can say, well, with a song, you can build a school. Yeah, it is true. Uh, and it is true. Uh, it, it, is, it is true. And so, of course, there's a vision behind that. There's a commitment behind that. But I, I want to say that it's no different um, for, for any uh, of us. And, um, you know, I think, of course, your exposure to Mother Teresa, I'm sure, helped to shape that oh, knowledge yeah. oh, very that, you, much, know, so very that much. you know there are small things that we can do um that become great when they're when they're done with love and there is an entry point you know for god to come and uh to allow a grace to enter and something to happen beyond us you know my my own story of course yeah. is that way uh when i found the path of Kriya Yoga, um, uh, my life was transformed, you know, just as yeah. you say, for you, you know, you read Autobiography of Yogi and yeah, it, yeah. it shook you to your core, it woke you up. And, you know, when I met um, my teacher, my guru, Roy Eugene Davis, it was the same thing, you know, it, it shook yeah. me to my core yeah. out of um, kind of the dream that I was living and I, and I knew um, that I had to live uh, in a higher way, a more purposeful life. I, I wanted to learn how to cooperate uh, with the infinite, you know, how, how to live a surrendered life, um, how, how to know, you know, real fulfillment um, coming from the soul. So all those things happened. And um, I made a commitment that I would yeah. serve, that that I would be yeah. part of making sure that others found that doorway. You know, I, I didn't think, oh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I will go start a center for Kriya Yoga, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I will travel all over the world and I will meet um, spiritual leaders from different parts. Of the I will write books. I didn't have any of those ideas. No, no, no. I, yeah, I had, and all of that is happened but I had the very simple idea that I would do what I could to support my teacher's work and so step by step it was like that I simply just did uh, what I could do with what I had in that moment and um, you know that is that has been the way it yeah. is for for many decades now and um, it's a joy isn't it to see how 
life continues to prosper uh, what yeah. we do when we're doing it as an offering to God. There is a, I like very much a, a prayer of St. Francis, uh, make me an instrument of uh, thy peace. And uh, a part of this is just saying, it is in uh, giving that we receive. And I found it so real in my life because mm-hmm. the more I was giving, more I was receiving. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. so beautiful. It's so beautiful yeah. to live it. It's yeah, wonderful. it's really true. And again, I, I just want to affirm, and especially for our listeners who are questioning, you know, well, how can I possibly give? You know, I'm so busy just trying to survive, right? Trying to make ends meet, trying to take care of my family, trying to deal with my duties and responsibilities. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think first it just comes with a change in attitude. Um, And Paramahansa Yogananda taught that, that we begin serving right where we are. So if you are um, a f- person with a family, um, then recognizing that your spouse, your your children are divine, <laughs> and yeah. uh, you yeah. are you are yeah. serving them, and yeah. then you know the heart begins to open. You know, not only are my children divine, but all children are divine, yeah. Yeah. and um, you know we we begin to open ourselves and ask, you know, how how we can be an instrument of of peace. Um, Swamiji, do you have another song you can offer us this morning? Yes, yes, I can offer another song. And uh, uh, we just wanted to say that a very simple way to give is just to smile. Just (laughs) to smile to everyone you meet. Uh, Also, (laughs) the unpleasant uh, person, just smile. This is so beautiful. (laughs) It's an amazing (laughs) practice. And I think especially... Um, when your smile is mm-hmm. about seeing the divine in them, you know, recognizing yeah. it in your yeah. heart. And so you're not smiling um, just with your mouth. No. You're smiling no. with yeah. your heart yeah. and yeah. with your yeah. awareness that comes through the eyes. And, um, you know, it's amazing what happens when we're in the world and we can really um, make that connection. And that's really our topic this morning. How do you connect? And so that's a beautiful (laughs) reminder of that, um, practice, um, to connect heart to heart and soul to soul. Um, so please offer us a song, Swamiji. I will, uh, Thing, uh, it's a beautiful mantra, Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu. May all beings in all the worlds be happy. I will sing it in English. May all in the world be happy. May all Find peace. May all in the world be healthy. May all in the world be loved. Be all in the world have compassion. 
Swamiji for You're that welcome. beautiful Thank music you. and want to um, remind our listeners this morning that you can um, find out more about Swamiji's work and his CDs at his websites nirvanananda.org and shantipurifriends.org uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, um, Swamiji, as we as we talk about being in service in the world and how the path of yoga, our particular path of Kriya Yoga, has helped us to do that. And and you mentioned um, when we were talking about practices, being able to go into the cave of the heart. So I want to bring yeah. that back um, because, uh, you know, as you were sharing this uh, blessing for all the world, you know, may all beings be happy and healthy and um, I, I think uh, one of the fundamental teachings of uh, yoga that, that helped me um, be able to move into a path of service is that we, we have to begin with waking up <laughs> ourselves, yes, yes, you know, with, <laughs> with knowing the truth about what we are. Because when we know the truth about what we are, we can know that same truth about others. Um, if we yeah. don't yeah. see... You know, if we think we see the divine in ourselves and we don't see it in others, then we are not seeing correctly. <laughs> we, no, we're not, not awake true. yet. It's just the ego. So, you know, first we we wake up, but then um, when we're walking through the world, and and we were talking about you know your experiences of walking, uh, you know, through the streets of Calcutta early on, and I was talking about you know walking through the world today uh, with this awareness of the stressors uh, in the world. You know, how do we maintain our peace and our joy? And really the foundation of that is having um, a meditation practice, yeah. a study yeah. practice, a practice for surrender. Um, those three key practices that um, allow us to remain um, full uh a really full of the spirit of a divine presence 
uh, connected, you know, powerfully connected to what does not change, you know, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of Mm -hmm. despair or challenge, we can um, stay attuned uh, to the eternal uh, peace uh, within us. And I, I liked how you described your meditation mm-hmm. practice really as going into a cave. Um, and it does seem to me that that is absolutely essential if you're going to yeah. um, really consider how you can be of service in the world. Yes, and uh, what I learned also from Mother Cal- uh, Teresa of Calcutta, when I, first uh, time I was there, I was trying to help uh, um, all the poor people in the hospital. And But in the morning, because I always was wondering how can Mother Teresa and all the little sisters be uh, so concentrating and uh, so uh, lovingly to all the most difficult situations. And I realized that going there every morning at uh, like 4.30, 5 a.m., they were uh, all uh, um, sitting on their knees, let's say, and uh, practicing half an hour of very deep silence. And then I realized that is the, their power because they are connecting directly with the source, there with the, the divine, and that gives them the, the hope, the strength, the, the courage to go through the, the, the very difficult way of living, very difficult. Mm. And I am, I am sure that um, in your travels and, of course, your work um, for the children all over the world, um, that that you too have seen many difficult situations. Yes. And oh, um, that for for your for you too, this practice of having um, a time each day that's devoted to. Yeah. Um, experiencing uh, the divine presence that really is the doer of all of the work. Oh, yes. You know, yes, absolutely. That we, absolutely. we surrender um, to that. And, you know, Paramahansa Yogananda, of course, also talked about the same thing, you know, and, and it, it said that people asked him, you know, since he was a realized um, master, um, you know, why, why did he need to... Um, uh, spend long hours in meditation and he said you know if I don't um, uh, you know fill my own being with this presence you know how can I share it with others and yes. so he had that commitment Beautiful. and uh, I think that is um, perhaps easy to forget you know we, we think there's so much that I must do mm-hmm. um, there's so much to be done <laughs> that I don't have time you know to, to meditate I don't have time um, to study. Um, I don't have time, you know, for these, really, we call it spiritual self-care. Um, 
but anyone who has tried it, you know, you find pretty soon you you are operating. Um, I, I describe it, you know, like a car that's uh, out of gas. <laughs> you're, you're you're operating on fumes, um, and you're operating really from self will instead of surrendered devotion. So you can't yeah. really be helpful to yourself or others um, no. in that way. <laughs> Yes, because only in this uh, deep silence we can become a, an instrument who is completely in tune with the will of God. This mm. is the main thing. We have to be like a, a guitar. We, we need to tune it. <laughs> Otherwise, it will never play. Yeah, that's really beautiful, Swamiji. <laughs> and thank you so much for, for joining me and our listeners on the Yoga Hour today. It's, it's always a pleasure. Um, to be with you, and I'm grateful that you're with us at Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose this weekend, uh, and uh, Friday evening, September 7th at 7 o'clock, 2018. Our listeners can join us if you're in the area at Center for Spiritual Enlightenment for Kirtan with Swami Nirvanananda. And also he will be with us on Sunday in the morning at 10 o'clock for our morning satsang and also our afternoon satsang at uh, 1 p.m. And I also want to invite you to join me for the upcoming course that is called Connect, Spiritual Practice Immersion Course. And we're really covering a lot of the topics we're talking about today, which is how to connect with yourself, how to connect with others in a meaningful way. I want to thank our Yoga Hour team, producer and co-host Dr. Laurel Trujillo, assistant producers Ann Hayes and Sean Smith, and CSE's global media outreach manager Holly Gray, Jeff Comfort, and Louis Pagan in the sound booth at Unity Online Radio. I look forward to being with you again. Namaste. 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 Thank you. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 